The Read More, Read Well podcast, your help and encouragement on your reading journey. Welcome to the Read More, Read Well podcast. I'm your host, Janelle Lewandowski, and this is week two of How to Start a Reading Journal. And we're joined by Colleen Hutt, Director of Vision and Outreach for Well-Read Mom. Today, we're going to look a little closer at the troubles we might run into when starting to keep a reading journal and how we can persevere to make a habit of journaling along with our reading. So Colleen, what are some of the troubles that women run into right away when we start to start a new practice or return to a practice? And do you have tips on how we can overcome them? Yes, I can give you a few things that have helped me at least. I think some of the struggles in forming any new habit is just cultivating the habit itself, right? When are you going to do this? Where is the journal going to live? How mm-hmm. can it be accessible and be made you know, easy for me to remember? For me, I put my journal by my reading chair and that's where I have my books and my rosary and my daily prayer books. And to me, that's the place when I'm praying about people, when I'm thinking about what I'm reading, it's right there. And it's easy for me just to jot something quickly down. It's in our main room of our house. But for other people, it might be bringing it in the car, bringing throwing it in your purse, putting it by your bedstand, wherever you will see it. And you'll be invited by its presence to write something down. I think women also struggle with, you know, what do I say? Do I have these experiences? You know, am I being changed by my day-to-day encounters? I think that's a real fear women have. I don't have anything to say and I'm not having these deep encounters. I would stop and really think about that because I think women do have these encounters, but we have gotten so used to being busy that we don't give ourselves permission and time to stop and savor them and reflect on them. T.S. Eliot has a great quote on that, right? We are distracted from distraction by distraction. Mm -hmm. We just are moving all the time from soccer practice, to making dinner, to doing five things at once, to answering a question. Then it was like, wow, what was that? What was that conversation I had um, with that woman in the grocery store? You know, what did she say to me exactly? Or what was that sermon about? What was that one line that struck me at the time? So it's cultivated an awareness, I think, to stop for a second and just review your day. And that takes a little bit of habit, I think, just allowing yourself permission to say, okay, it's all right if I don't get the dishes done right this second. I'm going to sit sit down when I've had this experience and just savor it for a second. Or I'm going to write someone's name down and pray for them this day. And I'm going to really take that to heart and offer just a prayer for them. The truth is a lot of us at night are doing an examine, but in a way that's like, what went wrong or what am I worried about for the next day? And so many of us do want to grow in gratitude. So reframing those questions, what am I thankful for? And actually stopping to think that think that way. And, you know, where did I fall short and turning that over to God that this is a way I want to grow it. There's just an awareness there of 
that we're not static. I think that's really helpful in that practice. I recently heard an encouragement about taking care of things that need to be taken care of right away and just doing it. Like if something takes 20 seconds or less, just do it. Like hang the shirt on the hanger instead of on the floor to hang on the hanger <laughs> later. But I try to keep that in mind, especially like at, if I read at night, usually by the time I'm done reading, then I'm really tired. And even just doing bullet points, like I usually... I'm not in a headspace to write these eloquent sentences, but I at least want to get down these points because I think I'm going to remember the next day, but oftentimes I really don't. So even on the Wellward Mom pilgrimage that I went on this year, I mean, we were so tired at the end of those days. And I'm super grateful now that I wrote down just these bullet points because I wouldn't remember if, if unless I could look back at those and then reflect more on what was happening in that time. How do you view success in building a reading practice? Well, I think success looks, it does look different for every woman, as we say often in Ball Red Mom. But I think having some things at the end of the year to go back and read at the end, and maybe maybe you journal 10 times once a month. Maybe it's five times. You know, maybe you're, you're getting into a habit where, you know, I'm going to do this once a month or at the, after every Well Read Mom meeting. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's great. That that's a beginning. And you're going to recall so much more about those moments. Um, so I think your success, don't put a pressure on yourself. This is not a to do list. A friend of mine who recently just joined Well Red Mom called me up and she was very sad. And she said, Colleen, these books are so hard. I'm not understanding what I'm reading. I This is more difficult than I thought. She's a reader. And I said, Tammy, that's so interesting. I know that you read a lot. And she said, I've read three books this week. And I said, tell me the characters in them. Silent. What were they about? Couldn't, couldn't really recall. These are kind of, you know, the beach read types that, you know, we're, we're mostly familiar with and um, that women, I would say majority of women, you know, tend to gravitate towards. And in Well-Read mm -hmm. Mom, we're, we're stretching and we're pushing beyond that. And I said, here's the difference. You are reading like a consumer. And in Well-Read Mom, we want you to read like a saverer like someone that is savoring things, not just consuming them. So it is going to be hard, you know, and I think that that's, that's true for our well-read mom practice. That's true in cultivating a memory habit. We're so used to using something and disposing of it. And we need to change the shift in our hearts to actually receiving something and being transformed by it. I had a professor that called those kinds of beach reads uh, mental multi meal, but you think about just kind of the ease of being able to tear through a book in sort of a lazy way, and we really are trying to do something different. I think the journaling practice can also help us grow in the theme for the year. So this year, being Year of the Seeker, I just finished our first book, and I thought to myself, okay, now what what did this book have have to say about being a seeker, or what am I learning about what it means to seek through this book? And that takes a lot more effort to actually come up with a with a thought and prepare that to share at our, our meeting. But I think that is the potential for growth where we don't want to miss those opportunities. Because they're all around us. They're all around us. And, and well-read mom helps us and our friends help us to bring things out that change the course of our life. That well-read mom meeting in, in May of 2019 changed my life. 
because I decided at that time I was going to cultivate a habit of memory and mm -hmm. going back and, and even, you know, every couple months just reading a reflection when I'm kind of down, you know, something that inspires me or changes me. Marcy actually gave me the first copy of the Between the Lines journal a few years ago. I think it was at, in, in 2021 and she had presented it to me at the well-read mom pilgrimage and it was amazing because someone came up to me later and she said thanking me for organizing this pilgrim she said look around and remember what happens when one person says yes hmm. and I wrote that quote from that woman on the pilgrimage at the beginning of my well-read mom journal and I am amazed every time I go and open it Look at what happens when one person says yes. From Mary's yes, change the world. Janelle, to your yes, to members, to making great things available to people, to connecting with them, to helping women in Well-Read Mom grow deeper. Your yes is changing thousands of people's lives. The women in Well-Read Mom who are committing to this practice of growth and growing in their humanity, they are, we are changing the culture. Did you like what you heard today? For more information about Well-Read Mom and joining a group near you, visit our website at wellreadmom.com. Well-Read Mom groups are forming now. We make it easy to grow in friendship by sharing great books and literature. 